What's up? This is your girl, T. As a black woman in her 30s, I'm constantly trying to figure out life. But the one time of the week where it all seems to come together is on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, that's right, when I talk with my girls at brunch over a glass of champagne. I created this podcast to bring good vibes and open dialogue about various topics from mental health, relationships, personal development, the workspace, to the bubbly that happened over the weekend. Sundays are a time for celebration, rest, and reflection. So welcome to Champagne Sunday. Grab a glass, pop a bottle, and get ready to pour it up. Champagne Sunday is pleased to provide you with social media content for your personal education and informational purposes. Reliance on any information provided by Champagne Sunday or by any person or professional appearing on this podcast is solely at your own risk. Hey, 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 welcome back to Champagne Sunday. Did you miss me? Because it's been a long time. We've been gone since May 29th. I have not been here making this podcast, giving you good quality content. Our last episode was with my good friend, Ariana, and we talked about online dating. And I probably let the momentum die, and I hate it, but we can get back there. I can build it back up. I know I can. And I really miss doing the podcast. I miss this this being a thing on Sunday and it being fun just talking and getting things out and also collaborating with good friends. And so we're back. We're about to, I hope to do at least one episode every two weeks, if not every week, but the goal is to do every two weeks. My goal initially starting this podcast was to reach seven episodes. By God, I did 11 episodes. So woo, 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 bum, 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 bum. you know, like let it go, let it rock, let's celebrate because we did that. It feels good. It feels great to have had a vision, had something that I wanted to do. I did it. But the thing about it is we can't get complacent. We can't settle and be like, okay, I did it. Like we got to keep going. So going, it hasn't, it's again, it's been since May 29th, but it's August, almost August 1st. And we're here, we're doing it. And hello, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to Champagne Sunday. It's your girl T. <laughs> So today, um, I just want to talk a little bit like update about like what I've been doing, what's life been like, nothing really specific. I don't have anything that I'm sipping on today because I'm doing a 20 day de-herb detox, raw vegan cleanse. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of rough. I can talk a little bit about that, but my drink today is actually a juice, a raw juice, that is carrots, pineapples, water, ginger, and carrots, pineapples, water, ginger, and I think that's it. Oh, and oranges, oranges and and what is it called? Um, Tangerines. So that is what I am drinking on today. We have no champagne. It's, I was going to say it's a sad Sunday, but it's not a sad Sunday. It's a great Sunday. It's Definitely been a relaxed weekend and a very reflective Sunday, which I always say that Sundays are for rest, relaxation, and what? Reflection. So it has been one of those Sundays for sure. Um, I really have enjoyed my weekend. I hate that it's coming towards an end, but it's a lot. You know, I feel like 
it's a time where, you know, we're coming kind of out of COVID, but now this thing is picking up with monkeypox. And it's one of those times, I think, where we're starting to probably feel like, oh my God, like what's next? Like, and I know I'm feeling that way. And so it's good to cleanse, to detox. And it's also good to relax, reflect on a little bit about the past, but more so just reflect on what you want for the future and going forward. Today, I listened to um, church. I attend Kingdom Fellowship AME, and I was listening to church and Two things that stood out, it was one in the praise and worship and it came up in the sermon that to not focus on your past, like to not focus on what what was, but to focus on the forward, the future, what's coming, what's next. And that would allow your spirit and allow the space and allow the mindset for God to do wonders in your life and to work because you are looking towards what's next and not necessarily fixated on the past uh, or what didn't go right or what went wrong, but you're trying to move forward. And I think that is a good piece because I am currently grieving a friend and um, a loss of a friend. And I think that uh, when I, it's funny that this year that I've, I've lost three close people to me. Um, my my aunt first, my uncle, my aunt passed in February. My uncle was like in March. And then um, my close friend passed away this month. And so it's interesting that I'm dealing with a lot of grief this year in 2022, when a lot of people were dealing with a lot of grief in 2020 and 2021. And I remember in 2020, I had to do these presentations about grief. I had to do a lot of presentations about grief to uh, child care centers and staff and teachers who were just feeling very overworked. And um, grief wasn't necessarily about just the loss of people in 2020, but it was also about the loss of just opportunities and things like being able to do and interact with people, being able to like your job, you might have lost. Everyone was just losing everything, people and, and, you know, things as well that were opportunities around them. And so I had did like maybe two to three grief presentations. And so I kind of look, and I also did a podcast on grief too, when my uncle passed. And so it's just interesting looking back at those PowerPoints, one thing kind of looping it all back into moving forward, um, that one of the quotes was that you don't really move on from grief or you don't move on from that person. You move forward. You move forward with grief. Every day that you continue to live, you are that person is always still with you. That person is still a part of you. And you just move forward from that. And a lot of times people are like, you don't really get over it you move forward with it. You move forward. I always think that sticks out because I think it sticks out for, again, looking at the future. And so not necessarily that you forget, you know, what went wrong or you forget the person that has left or or you lost, but you figure out a way how to still move forward with that, with that grief, with that person. Granted, that is not our (laughs) bubbly for today. That is not our bubbly for today. Our bubbly is actually from Maya Angelou. So the quote that I really like from her is that I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. 
But people will never forget how you made them feel. People will never forget how you made them feel. And that is my bubbly for today because, again, I've lost a lot of people this year. When I think about my uncle, my aunt, and I also think about my friends, I honestly just think about the memories we had, how they made me feel, the the memories. And it, it wasn't necessarily like who they were or their accolades or what they did or you know, what they said unnecessarily, because some things you can't even really remember. That's, I think, sometimes the hard part, too, when you lose people is that you try to remember specific things that they said or conversations that you had. And you can remember, like, their overall affect and their personality and just, like, what they probably would say. But sometimes you might forget a little bit about what they said specifically in situations, especially as time progressed. But you never really forget how they made you feel, what you felt with that person. I think that is so important because I think about, again, my friend Trey, Trenton Harvey who passed. It's crazy to even say that he's gone and it's crazy to even think that he is. But when I think about my friend Trenton Harvey, I think about, you know, you know it does automatically come to mind that he was very intelligent. He was very hardworking. He was very successful and had plenty of accolades and accomplishments throughout his his life, even though it was short and he, he died so soon. And it is it's even hard to even, you know, be like, wow, he's not here. Even I, as I think about all of that and I think about my own accomplishments or I just think about my friends in general, how we always are striving to do and to have the accolades and to have the titles. And at the end of the day, when you do pass and when you are no longer a part of this world, all of that matters to an extent to say, oh, yeah, they were this or, you know, they were this good person or they, you know, they they did that. But even without all of that. It's just really how that person made you feel. Even if none of that was true about my friend or his accomplishments, it would still be such a big loss because of how he made us feel, how he was present in his friendships and friend circles. And so dawning on me once again, because I think this dawned on me again when my uncle passed, that it really is about how you make people feel in life. And you can go through this whole life and have all the money in the world and have all of the accolades and have all of the accomplishments and have all of the things. Even the sermon today talked about that too, about success does not equate to achievement. And that you can be successful and still not have achieved the goal because you, what you were doing was not aligned with your purpose and with what God had for you. And so I think that it is inspiring that we could go through this life and and check all the boxes and say, check, check. I got multiple streams of income. Um, I got this certification. I got this license. I got the house. I got the car. I got the man. I got the woman. You know, I'm in, you know, I got the wife. I got the husband. I have the children. You can have all of those things. But when someone thinks about and you leave this world, it will definitely be the things that people will remember and speak about you will be how you made them feel, how you made them feel, how you made them feel. So to me, I, it's a reminder that no matter how much I'm striving to like create again, it's this image that I have that I want to be this, you know, overachiever, no matter how hard I'm trying to create this image of who I want to be 
that I have to make sure that I'm impacting people around me, that I'm being a great friend, a great person, a great human being, that I'm also trying to pour into others and not just pour into myself. It's not always just about me, which also was in the sermon today about that with Samson, about it not being just about you. And not only focusing on you, um, not using using your gifts, not just for you are thinking about what it gives me, but how you can pour into others. Um, but yeah, I think all of that to kind of say, I really like that quote, because you really have to show up for people in your life. And by in the smallest ways, just show up. Today, I really did a lot of calls. I had I called a lot of people today, and I th- and I thought to myself, I should make this a thing, where I call family and friends on Sundays. And it was just cu- checking in. Like some was returning phone calls, some was just checking in. It feels good to know that I can check in and call because a lot of times, sometimes, and I have to check myself. And my mom used to say, like, harden not your heart. Like sometimes I really feel like I don't want to be bothered or I don't want to talk or have conversations with people. I feel sometimes irritable. And I think this comes from, like, again, being a mental health professional, being a psychologist, I know that a lot of times my feelings of irritability comes from feeling anxious or having anxiety. And sometimes when you're anxious, it's it's feeling, it comes from anxiousness and it also comes from ADHD too. But not being able to kind of emotionally regulate sometimes that it feels sometimes things feel overwhelming. You're like, I just need to like decompress. But sometimes not having the capacity to say that because you feel overwhelmed that you can't access that part of your brain that will be able to let you use I statements or tell people that you're feeling annoyed or you feel tired. And so sometimes you might just ignore calls. And I'm really in a place in my life where I was I'm like, I don't have to tell people how I feel all the time. I don't have to set back boundaries and tell people I'm setting those boundaries. I could just set the boundary, right? So for me, setting the boundary, I don't have to call and say, I don't have to pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm setting a boundary with you and I'm not gonna, I can't talk to you right now because I'm feeling, you know, anxious or I'm feeling, you know, irritable. I just won't answer the phone. And then later when I'm feeling better, and I usually do, I'll pick up the phone and I'll call back or answer or I'll respond or we'll talk or have a conversation. But all of that to say is that sometimes I really do don't feel like engaging. But I really think that today it was a good day to like say, you know, F that you need to like connect. You need to reach out. You need to talk to people. You need to make, you know, call people back and talk to them and really. And I think it helped me to feel better to talk to people. And even if it was a 10 minute conversation and the longest one was like an hour. The shortest one was maybe 10 minutes. It just feels good to connect and to say hello and to hear people voice. And I think Sundays really should be for connecting. And hey, let's add that, right? Relaxing. Okay. We're relaxing. We're reflecting. Okay. We're resting. And maybe we're reconnecting. Yes, I love it. We can do all of those on Sunday. Let's re-up. <laughs> Yo, somebody, somebody. No, let me stop hyping myself. Cause, but I was about to say, somebody write this down. Write this down. It's re-up Sundays. You know what? I think they actually have. <laughs> I think in Vegas they have a pool. This is so ADHD and off topic. But I think in Vegas they have a whole Sunday day party that's called like re-up Sundays or something like that. But I like that. Re-up Sundays. Re-it up. Re-up Sundays. 
you know, we got champagne Sunday, but uh, but that's the umbrella. But a little part of champagne Sundays is the re-up because Sundays is like re-energize. You know what I'm saying? Reconnect, relax, reflex. I like it. Rest. Even though it's not a re re it's re is rest (laughs) but yeah all of that to say is this to make sure that you reconnect with others on sunday reach out to people and talk to people that you know and i even was talking to a friend about living by yourself a lot of times people our age are buying houses and they're living by themselves and i think sometimes i because i am an only child and I'm also very independent in the day-to-day things that I do. I don't realize, like, I do a lot by myself. You know, thinking about anything could happen and, you know, people may not know. So it's good that you reach out or you talk to people or people reach out to you. And if people are not reaching out to you, that you reach out and you're sharing your location and you're doing those things. Because when you're definitely by your home by yourself, whether you're a woman or a man or you identify as other or who, whomever you may be in this world or in this life, you make sure that you're connecting and reconnecting with people because if you are a person who's independent and typically by yourself, you don't want something to happen and no one knows. And I, th- I think that is such an amazing thing that when my friend passed away, it was an amazing thing that everyone knew like that something was off. Like my two of my friends who talked to him like a lot, like every day, they knew that something was off. Like I I texted him, I called him, he didn't call back. They knew immediately that something was off. And you usually hear about those stories about people who, you know, something happens to them and days and weeks go by and nobody ever knew that something, you know, had happened. So I think it speaks not only to my friend who passed, the how he stay connected but also to those around him who stay connected to him like it was reciprocal and I think that is very important um that you have those reciprocal relationships that is the bubbly for today that took up a lot of time but make sure that you have an impact on how you make people feel because that is what people are going to remember you by the last little part of today this is going to be a short little uh check-in podcast I just really do miss y'all I really do miss miss making this podcast. I want to have more guests come on this podcast. That is definitely a part of my goal to have more guests, to have more people come in because we need it. You know, I need it. I think it's good to just talk about mental health, to talk about how you're feeling and to make that ish the norm. So speaking of health, one part of health and holistic health is physical health, right? So sometimes I'll be working on my mental health and I'm like, ooh, I might be neglecting my physical health. So this pat for these past for these, I'm not gonna say this next because I'm already ten days in. So for the next ten days, I'm gonna finish it out. I am doing a D herbs detox cleanse. It's something that my mom told me about, and it's something that my aunt told me about. Now let me tell you something about black people, because black people will tell you to do stuff, and they don't necessarily be like specific about what they say. Black people, I love us. I really do love us, but we're not. We we're we don't give a lot of detail, and then when we go back and be like, you ain't say all of that, and they be like, oh, I ain't say that. No, you ain't say that. But anyways, so. My aunt and my mom are telling me 
and we're at the beach. They're telling me, you should try this detox. What is this detox? Oh, it's a great detox. It flushes your system. It's for health. They say that if you do the detox that you, you know, you'll, it'll help you if you're taking like extreme medications like blood pressure pills or anything that it'll help that you won't have to take your medications. It'll help like to lower your chances of diabetes, high cholesterol and all of these things. It's just a really good health wise diabetes. And on top of all of the health benefits, you might also lose 20 pounds. Ooh, you sold me 20 pounds. Okay, I'm listening. So, <laughs> so um, I'm listening to it and they're like, yeah, you're eating clean. They said you eat clean. Like you eat, you can eat fish, you eat vegetables, you don't eat any processed foods, you eat um, uh, fruits and vegetables, eat fish, you know, light stuff, not a lot of meats, but just like seafood and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like this. This is, sounds great. It sounds really good. So I go online and I look it up and I buy it and it's kind of expensive and I get it or whatever and it comes and then during that week I was doing some other stuff like I would might have family in town we went to a winery so I definitely wasn't going to be able to do it that week so I was like I'll do the, the following week so I'm looking at so something's like you need to go ahead and look to see like what it really requires so I go in I look at the little manual little booklet it comes with and it comes with like different supplement pills that you have to take throughout the the um throughout the day let me take a little sip of my juice and so I'm looking at what it requires <laughs> and it says that it requires a raw vegan a raw vegan yeah i'm gonna say it again a raw vegan diet and <laughs> i was like oh i always wanted to try vegan but I, I don't think i ever wanted to do raw vegan and i remember a friend in uh, grad school who tried <laughs> raw vegan she was already really small she did raw vegan she lost so much weight and she was already small and she was just eating like like what we would say eat like a rabbit like you're just eating carrots and lettuce and it's like what is this like you don't you don't cook your food on raw vegan you can't cook anything and not only is this diet raw vegan it also doesn't allow you to eat a lot of things that sometimes raw vegans would eat like raw vegans are able to eat healthy grains like they can eat oats and um they can have flax seeds so that's kind of like like flaxseed bread or oats or um they may be able to have different bread breads or carbs and stuff but it has to be specific like it doesn't can't be processed right and usually people are like making this stuff like specialty breads not like go to the store and buy a loaf of bread but they can have certain types of grains and, and carbs but this diet was like you can't have no carbs you cannot have no oats you can't ha not have no alternative vegan products even if it is raw you can't have like the vegan cheese you can't have any of the vegan stuff you can't have anything that's vegan it just it gotta be raw vegan it gotta be raw it cannot be cooked and that shit is hard i'm gonna tell you no lie that it is hard i've been to the grocery store <laughs> more times than i can count buying things because what happens is so I tell you a little bit about the program that it comes with these supplements. You take five. It's a lot, right? It's six different supplements that you take and you have to take five capsules of each supplement throughout the day. And at the end of the day, you take a charcoal like 
cleansing water. That's what you do at the end of the day. That's what you have, right? You put it in your charcoal and mix it in your water and that's what you have at the end of the night. Now, during the day, you're supposed to wake up, you're supposed to have like two fruits, a veggie juice, and then uh, for for lunch, you're supposed to have this big leafy salad and a juice. Then for around dinner time, you're supposed to have like more fruit and veggies and juice. Then you have snacks. You can have a lot of nuts. You can also eat, you can have raisins or cranberries. Um, as long as you have a look at the packaging, make sure it's organic, it's not processed. If your nuts and stuff should be raw, but if they do have salt, it has to be sea salt. Um, very restricted, right? So for me, I, when I get, sometimes you, typically you're not, I'm not really hungry. Like I really haven't eaten a lot today, which is probably bad. Like I need to probably try to force myself to eat, but like, I'm really not hungry, but you'll still have like the mindset. You'll still have a craving of like, I could go for some Chipotle (laughs) or I could go for some Peruvian chicken. And the funny thing too, is like, it's you, it's a cleanse, right? So you are using the bathroom and I pee a lot. I mean, a lot. I pee a lot. And I also have normal, I would say these are normal bowel movements that I'm also having. It's now people, when I read the comments, I read a lot of reviews and stuff. People were saying, girl, no, no TMI, but I, it was just coming out of me. That's what people were saying, right? People was like, it was just coming out of me. And somebody said they toilet bowl filled up so high. It was a lot that people were saying, right? And I was just like, really? It cleansed you like that? So I don't know if those people were just eating really bad before they got onto the the program, but for me, it has not been that. For me, it has been, I go regularly. I might go three times a day at the most, but it is always a very gentle bowel movement. It's no cramping. It's no, I gotta rush to the bathroom. It's a, your stomach might do a little, like a little gurgling sound, like your stomach might normally do when you gotta use the bathroom. And you go to the bathroom and you have a gentle, nice poop. So that has been okay. It hasn't been anything crazy or chaotic in the bathroom. Now, again, I don't know if it's because, and I only say all this because I was about to say what my cravings are and I'm going to get, that's why I kind of looped into this because I don't know if it's because when I was before this raw vegan diet, I don't feel like I was a bad eater. I think that may be it. And so my cravings are kind of weird because it's not really... I don't really have unhealthy cravings. I feel like my cravings are like, I could go for like a baked piece of chicken. Or I would really want, I would even mind vegan nachos. Like that would be amazing. Or also I was seeing a video and it had like someone was um, pan frying mushrooms. Oh my God, I would love some pan fried mushrooms. So my cravings are kind of weird, but... I think also that's why I don't think my the experience in the bathroom has been crazy because I didn't really eat poorly before this. I would say my upset with eating was that one, I'm not regular in the gym. Like I I am very inconsistent and I I wanted to be uh I wanted to show discipline and I wanted to be able to stick with it. And I noticed that I am a person who works out. So if you look at my calendar, right, and you're saying, like, when does Tanisha work out? If you look at the calendar, I work out probably throughout the whole year. But if you looked at, or even throughout a month, like, I'll work, I may work out throughout a month. 
but there's a lot of gaps in days it's like oh she didn't she went to the gym this day she didn't go she worked out here she didn't do this it's never consistent and i'm never i never show up in the discipline that okay i can do it i can be consistent so i also want to do this to show like you can be disciplined like you can you can do it and then i also again feel like some of my downfalls with eating is not necessarily what i'm eating it's like when i'm eating eating late or eating later how much of it I'm eating, but not necessarily like what I'm eating. Cause I think that is pretty good. I'm not a really a processed food, per- like when it processed foods as when it comes to snacks, like I'm not a person to like initially go and grab chips. Now when my dad has some of the kettle chips in the house, that, sh- that ish always brings me down. Cause I love those jalapeno pepper Lay's uh, kettle chips that will get me, but I'm not necessarily a person like if I'm in the store, I'm going to go buy some Lay's uh, kettle chips or I'm going to get some muffin or I'm going to get cakes or I'm going to get Swiss rolls or whatever. I'm not really a sweets, candy type person unless I'm on my menstrual cycle. Maybe I'm craving something. So I think healthy wise, I'm pretty good. But then I also realized that there's levels to healthy, being healthy, right? So I would say, oh, eating popcorn is a is healthy but it's like what kind of popcorn are you eating how much salt does your popcorn have how much butter does it have same thing like oh eating frozen yogurt or yogurt is healthy well it could be but when you start eating those dips you ever had those yogurt dips and it's like you dip the other side into the other side like it's a foldable dip i think it's called dips it's called dibs or something, but it it's a two container uh, yogurt, and it usually have the yogurt, Greek yogurt, on one side, right, and then it has like the little crumbles or whatever you can put on top. So usually you're like, oh, I'm eating Greek yogurt, it's healthy. But then when you start adding all of the damn um, toppings and stuff onto the yogurt, it's like, is it really fucking healthy anymore? Not necessarily. So for me, it's always like my my choices are healthy, but sometimes the portion and then the added stuff to it can make it like, oh, I don't think this is kind of blurred line healthy. Um, and so raw vegan is like extreme healthy, um, healthy. And so, yeah, so that's what I'm doing right now. I'm doing the raw vegan. It's, it's, it's been a trip. It's not bad. I'm 10 days in. I think I can go 10 more days. I'm trying my best. The things that I miss the most are alcohol, champagne. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, did you even doubt? Like, I bet you could have guessed. The thing I like the most are the, the thing I miss the most is champagne. I really, really miss drinking. I realized too that on my explore page on IG, all it is is cocktails 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 frozen drinks cocktails drinks i think i love making drinks as much as i love drinking them and that is my downfall (laughs) that is that is my downfall i think honestly that's probably the hardest part Uh, and you know also too for me the hardest part i've been making sure i've just been in the house relaxing and so I think it's also hard that I can't go out and like eat. Like I probably could go out and eat, but I don't want to be around a lot of temptation. I want to make sure I don't I don't want to be around temptation, so I'm kind of isolating myself a little bit, but I really do miss just like social eating, social drinking. And that's where you get in trouble because and you know what? That's probably why I've also gained a lot of weight cuz I am a very social person and what goes well with being social? drinking and eating 
And it's always a drink. It's always food. It's always eating. And you know what really? And I'm about to, <laughs> this is about to um go along, but we're about to end soon. But the thing that too, I realized about myself. So on this, that I am a social eater. I really, and I'm a social eater and a comfort food eater. Because when my friend passed, I immediately wanted to drink and eat. And then I realized too, that it really comforts me when I have friends over or I go to my friend's house and we snack together. It's just such a bond to snack with your friend. I don't know what it is. Like, I always love when you're with someone, even if you're in a relationship and you're sitting on the couch and you're watching TV and you like, hmm, I'm a little hungry. And I love when someone says, you know what? Me too. I could go for a snack. I don't know what that is. That is a love language in itself. I don't know what it is, but when that other person says, yeah, I'm hungry too. And y'all both find a snack and eat it together. I think that is such a love language. Like <laughs> it is. Cause I do not like the person to be like, Mm-mm, I ain't hungry. It's too late to eat a snack. Oh my God. You just turned me off. Why did you do that? Now I feel guilty that I'm hungry at like whatever time it is when I probably shouldn't be eating. So anyways, I really miss social eating, <laughs> comfort eating and social eating. On this on this cleanse, you are eating with a purpose. You're eating for your health. You're eating to stay alive. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're eating because that's what you're supposed to do. You're not eating because, oh, that's mac and cheese is really good. Or, you know, I'm eating because I'm feeling sad right now. Or I'm eating because I'm out with my friends. You're literally eating because you need to fill your body with nutrients. You have to supplement and fuel your body. And that's what this cleanse is like detoxing. And then it's replenishing with fruits and vegetables. So the supplements is like getting all the the bad stuff out. And then you're replenishing it with juice and fruits and vegetables and all that good stuff. So with all that being said, this detox is pretty cool. It's good. I just wish that I'd be glad when it's over. I think the one thing that I would incorporate would be make sure I start meal prepping again. Meal prepping saved my life. That should probably be somebody's slogan. Um, Because meal prepping will save your life for sure. It'll help you always avoid all of those bad, unhealthy habits or snacking. It also will make sure that you stay on target, stay on your goals, you stay disciplined, and that you are eating healthy in a healthy way. Because when I meal prep my healthy meals, I always felt good about what I was eating. I always felt good. Uh, I always felt full, I meant to say, not good again, but always felt full. And I knew I was reaching my goal. So if anything I would take from this is to prep, prep, prep on Sundays, meal prep on Sundays. And that's what I was about to say a while ago. And I don't think I finished my thought that I've been going to the grocery store more than ever. And it's because every time that I'm hungry or have a craving, I go look up a recipe or alternative and I see how I can fulfill either that craving or find something that's good or different. And it leads me to the grocery store buying shit like nutritional yeast. What I didn't even know what that was before. Buying stuff like raw tahini, what is that? Didn't know what that was. Buy stuff like raw, raw cacao powder. I really think that's how you pronounce it, cacao. 
um, like the the raw the rawness from the chocolate plant or where chocolate comes from. That's been a saver, being able to make chocolate, eat chocolate. The thing that I said I, I do not like about this diet is that everything does have to be raw. So sometimes they require you to make stuff. And it's like, even though you're not cooking, you would think you save on cooking or prep time, but you don't because sometimes you have to cook, make your own stuff and that just takes too long. And so I've been really trying to just read ingredients in the grocery store to see if I can buy this stuff instead of having to make it. Because like, oh, you have to make your almond milk. Oh, my God. You have to make all your salad dressings. Oh, my God. And so I've just been. So if I cheated in any way on this diet, it's because I said F making this shit. I'm just going to buy it. <laughs> I'm just going to buy buy it instead of making it. So I can say like I haven't really. I haven't made almond milk. I've bought my almond milk. Now, they would say, I think they say that's not really raw because it has, one, it has soy in my almond milk. And then two, I think they say that it, you, I think when they process or to preserve life or whatever, they have to heat it up to a certain degree. So it, it heat, so once you heat something up, it is not no longer considered raw. I'm going to tell you one thing. I do not give a F because this has already been hard. So I'm like, I don't want to make no almond milk. Um, so that's probably been the one thing that I really cheated on. Um, and I've also been eating jackfruit, which is really cool. But I've been buying it from the store. So I don't also don't know if that if you can do that. But at the end of the day, I feel like I've been eating fruits and vegetables. Like, I have not eaten any meat. I have not eaten any snack that is not nuts. At that point, I think that's a win. I'm going to give myself a good pat on the back. So, with that being said, um, this is the end of the episode. Um, we did not have a poured up moment, so I'm going to give you this. This is, and I'm going to just swag way back into my raw vegan cleanse, is that... I'm doing the detox and I'm making sure that I'm pouring into my physical body. We always talk a lot about our mental health. So I'm pouring into my physical body, making sure my physical health is good. I would suggest that this week you pour into yourself physically, whether that's taking a walk, taking a run, figure out some meal prep. Maybe you, sometimes people will say, instead of taking away something from your diet, you add something healthy into your diet. So or add something healthy into your physical regimen or routine. I would say do that because that is my poured up moment. That is how I'm pouring into myself this week. I'm also just giving myself grace. I realized last week my mental health was shit poor because of my friend passing. And I had a hard time concentrating. And I really felt bad for my clients at times because I was like, I'm not giving my 100, but I don't know where to find the rest of this. So I would say to definitely give yourself grace. It's okay if you're feeling not so motivated. It's okay if you're not feeling that well this week. It's cool. Tomorrow will be better. Give yourself grace. You did your best. So with that being said, this is the end of Champagne Sunday. I hope that you have a great week. And remember, we are coming back. We are here to stay. We will be another episode. I'll make sure of it. Peace and love.